Hello and welcome to episode number 92 of the Perth to Paisley podcast. It's absolutely melting. So if you're watching on the YouTube version, you're just going to collectively watch us melt and get sweatier and sweatier. It's horrible. If you're not in Scotland listening to this, that's what we're currently dealing with. I am Daniel and I'm as ever joined by my wonderful co-host, Adam Kennedy. Adam, how are you handling the heat? I, I'm, I'm alright, mate. To, to be honest, the heat is a bit of a pain in the arse, but when you have the job that I do, I'd much rather do, you know, manual labour outside in the nice weather than, than not, if I'm honest. That's it's funny. much more enticing to go to work when it's nice weather than it be pissing rain, if you understand where I'm coming from. But other than that, I mean, I, I'm alright. I feel slightly betrayed by, by your good self, actually. Um, appearing on the Men in Maroon podcast, and yep. obviously my invite got lost. Um, yeah, it did. I listened to, you know, the hosts slate the Perth Paisley podcast, which, quite frankly, is embarrassing. Um, we got, we, but got not what? as embarrassing as I'm saying that we swear every two minutes, which I'm not having. Well, that's what I was going to say. We were viewed as the kind of the late hour Hearts fan podcast, the Raj little JKs that are just <laughs> too busy <laughs> mouthing <laughs> off to focus on the action. Yeah. In fairness, some of the episodes are probably pretty fair. Your rants have become synonymous. But I thought I did pretty well to keep my swe- I, I, like. I keep a little you don't of my swearing swear somewhat. As much, yeah, it's not I that swear bad. more out the two of us. But sometimes this football club makes you swear, so you know I'll keep, I'll try to keep a lid on it. But I didn't realise it was it was that bad. I pulled my hands up. I'm all in favour of it though. That can be our USP. It, we can be the sweary heart. Passion, in it. That's that's exactly. what you want. Also, have you listened to This Is My Story? Liam Corbett, every <laughs> second word is a swear word, so we're fine. It doesn't oh, matter. Okay. But we don't really have a lot to talk about, let's be honest. Mm. Everybody has been sat, if you're a, a Hearts fan, going, can we sign someday? Can we announce something? <laughs> Literally every single tweet that the club have put out is, this is nice, but I'd like to see a centre-forward announced. And you're like, oh, Basically. okay. okay. Basically, yes. But there has been some things going on. So we'll discuss all that and then we're going to finish like we did last week with a quiz. This time I'm the quiz master and Adam has got to disaster ask. written all over it. I got a lot of abuse last week. Did you actually? I, I yeah, want to know who I, was fine and said abuse. Well done to those I had multiple abuse. people message me going, how did you in your brain clearly think of Velichka but then go it can't have been Velichka they were like that's worse than not getting it oh, getting love, it love, but eliminating those little who am I's man yeah that, that's going to be a, a great addition uh, by all accounts yours is solid that you've made up this week so that's great that'll be fun we'll see we'll see but before then we have actually played quite a few games since we last spoke obviously Last week's episode went out on the day that we were both at a Hearts game, but they were both yes. separate. And they were both separate in terms of quality, <laughs> not only just location. Because I um, basically went outside my flat and saw <laughs> Hearts, kind of the first team, like almost the full first team, play Spartans in a friendly. And you were joined by my dad for a period of time. Yes. And to watch the B team take on Vale of Lethan, who, I, I mean, I, I, I actually know some of the boys that play for Vale of Lethan. Um, the first goal scorer I played with at Pennycook Astro. And uh, there he is, bagging against the Hearts B team and Stephen Naysmith in the dugout. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good laugh, mate. What can I say? Well, that was the thing. My game involved a very drab 1-0 affair 
with even the goal being a tap-in from a yard into an open net from Ewan Henderson. Whereas you were treated to a five-goal thriller where we came back from 2-0 down. Our very own Istanbul moment. <laughs> yeah, very similar level. <laughs> Without a doubt, and, and a lot more on the line for the Hearts exactly. B team than, you know, Liverpool that night. That was going to be my question. Was this the first B team game you've seen? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it is. What were your thoughts? Um, Stephen Naismith. <laughs> I was listening back to last week's episode and I heard you ranting and raving about Stephen Naismith's coaching. In early doors, I was like, I think McIver's right. He doesn't seem to go like through boys. It, he's he's not saying the sort of generic stuff that you'd expect a football coach at a lower level to say. I think you'd even alluded to that last week. Every point that he made seemed to have like justification. You were you could see why he was saying what he was saying, etc. etc. Um, and then for us to go two 0 down, I, I don't I don't think he kept that same you know. What's the word I'm looking for? That same composure, perhaps. Um, quite rightly, getting a little bit more ratty, uh, a little bit more aggressive. Um, and in the end, he sort of was shrieking a bit like I picture myself I would on that touchline. So, yeah, it was it was good. Good. Top were, there any, were there any individuals, like, for example, when I was at the Whitehill game, as I said, Mackenzie Kirk really stood out. Funnily enough, Jaden Ferguson, who I mentioned was playing the Whitehill, actually was one of the trialists who was at the Spartans game, but he only got... Is that the boy from Celtic? Yes, who were looking to get for the B team. Um, But were there any individuals that you... Because according to my dad, it was an even younger team that played. Like There wasn't even necessarily the Mackenzie Kirks, the Scott McGills and stuff like that there as well. They seemed, and this is no disrespect, they did seem fairly evenly poised. I mean, Mm -hmm. Vale Leighton are probably the worst Lowland League team in history and now find themselves in yeah. the east of Scotland so that's sort of where they're at I think really it, it will be interesting to see if we opt to make B team signings as such I don't mm-hmm. like it's easy for the old firm to do that because they've got a lot more money than we have and we yeah. obviously don't have the same resources but to see us essentially gamble on younger players to then give them that pathway into a first team I think the landscape of Hearts transfers signatures will be will be quite interesting in that respect. Well, I don't have anything to speak about in regards to Spartans. There was just nothing going on. It was a terrible game. Couldn't really judge any players. All ten outfield players went off on the seventieth minute and were replaced by ten at the same time. Marvelous. So, yes. However, a game that I was at that you weren't at, but was definitely entertaining, was this past Saturday as the first pre-season game at Tynecastle, as Hearts played Bonnie Rig Rose, the new kids on the block in the league pyramid. Adam's not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. As a, as a staunch Pennycook Athletic... Well, I say staunch Pennycook Athletic. They're my local team and I'm meant to hate Bonnie Rig, so I, d- I don't really give two hoots what the Rosie Posey are up to, so, but it was nice to smash them. Yes, yeah, so, as Adam alluded to, we beat them 5-0. <laughs> now... You've obviously only seen the goals because if yeah. you weren't there, there was no highlight package or anything. It was just the goals. So before we get into the goals, I'll kind of speak about the game generally because the first half we went in 1-0 up. But I have no idea how we didn't go in like 4 or 5-0 up because I tweeted at half time that Craig Gordon might as well not 
come back out because I only have one or two memories of Bonnie Rae getting into our half. Never yeah, mind. That, that sounds like hearts. Leading <laughs> um, only one nil, and then the booze and the murmurs of discontent arrive. Oh god! Can I just say there was a fair amount of booing, complaining about <sighs> Boyce. There was notable complaints about Boyce from the people right behind me. Um, Sorry, can I just can we just start something here? Preseason is about minutes in legs. Yes. Yes. Last year, if you look at Scottish results, it was the perfect case to give exactly that. Celtic got smashed six two off West Ham. Hibs beat Arsenal. Rangers beat Real Madrid. This does not matter. Who Didn't cares? Dundee beat West Ham? Huh? Didn't Dundee beat West Ham? I think they might have. just battered Celtic. Who cares? It's minutes and legs. And even then, last week, I sort of questioned why we were going down to England for the Wednesday nights. I didn't know, or didn't use my brain, because I'm an idiot, to realise that Robbie's doing this intentionally to sort of get us in the... Rhythm of combining yeah, fi- European yeah. fixtures and coming back to the domestic and scene. And stuff. Because we're only viewing them as workouts. Who cares? Exactly. Very well Yes, said. it was nice to batter them 5 0. But it wouldn't have mattered if we'd won 1 0, 10 0, lost 2 1, lost 8 7. Who cares? This is a rare time where we agree on something. <sighs> Normally we have like this, similar honestly, views. Honestly, it boils my blood thing. more yeah. than you can actually imagine. I fully, fully agree. I never understand people putting any precedent into preseason. Even look at our preseason last season. We got beat off a Sunderland team who were just starting their preseason. And I remember, I said it on the show, I remember people used that as the reasoning to go see, we're going to be involved in another relegation scrap, we're going to be 10th, we're going to be lower half table. And then we went on to have one of the best seasons in our lifetime. I, I wasn't overly pleased by the performance that day, but the consolation that you take from it is that it's in a friendly match and not a competitive fixture. If it's in a competitive fixture, then okay, you've got every right to moan because chances are you'll forked out for a season ticket. You'll have spent the day, you know, in the booze or what have you. Tanked up. Even money on the match ticket and potential the game means travel. something. Exactly, there's three points at stake. Not like it, not in some meaningless fixture. I couldn't care less about Hearts' results. Fully, fully agree. However, it was quite nice as I was there in the 25 degree heat, getting burnt, sat watching. <laughs> mainly, I will be honest. I was mainly focusing on the new guys because, of course, seen... it's your first chance to view them in the flesh. It's exactly it's only natural. So. I kind of wanted to go through the individuals and it helps that the first goal was scored by one of those individuals as a l- all the goals were great. I will say that. All five goals were very, very good. I watched them back to kind of rejog my memory and yeah, c- couple crackers. A-, a real variety actually within, Absolutely. within the goals. If you're about to kick off with. The first one involves a really nice passenger play Alan Forrest kind of doing what I said last week where he just runs and runs and <laughs> plays a really nice one too, gets the ball back, feeds it into Haring, who just does a really nice back heel flick to George Grant, who's at the kind of back post area, fires it in to make it 1-0. His first unofficial goal, because it doesn't count towards anything, but technically his first goal for Hearts because comes at Tynecastle. Because guess what? It's in a friendly. Exactly. <laughs> but 
Uh, George, in his interview after it, said that he doesn't actually think Harry knew where he was, and that he just chanced it. He did seem very surprised <laughs> to receive it, didn't he? Love yeah. the fact that he's lurking in those areas. Well, that's the biggest point I wanted to add. Without it was, a doubt. It's a really nice finish in an area that those type of positions last season, if Barry Mackay wasn't occupying it, we didn't yeah. really have anybody in that area. Yeah, and you'd often see the kind of loose pass and sort of teammates look at one another like, oh, I'm just just caught that Barry's not playing yeah. and we've not got anybody to, to fill those gaps. He's um, he's quite a curious case, George Grant, isn't he? Just because I don't think a lot of the fan base know an awful lot mm-hmm. and we're expecting really big things. So uh, well, I'm now convinced he's a wizard because we finally have someone who doesn't hit the first man on corners. And my old man's been saying this for the best part of 40 years watching yeah. arts that we don't we don't have anybody so if we do have somebody that could take a, a lovely set piece then that by all means is an absolute miracle um, Joe Savage at the wheel what, what, can, what can I say the amount of crosses as well he was putting in just generally his delivery was excellent there was a lot of times where that delivery ended up at no one because no one made a run but that wasn't his fault like he and was again, putting it into the area only one striker at the club at this yeah. particular minute of time exactly um, but I was really really impressed with Grant especially he also I'm saying this I will take this to my grave he scored an overhead kick but they didn't give it because the I heard keeper you then just went onto when, the uh, line. You betrayed me on the Men in Maroon podcast, but haven't yes. seen it because again, no, no highlights. He's like the ball gets crossed in from the wheat field side. It takes a deflection off the Bonnery player, so he at the back post just immediately. His first thought is, "I'm hitting this." Jumps up, cleanly connects with it. That. It goes like if you're watching on the YouTube version, you'll see what I'm doing. But I'll explain it. Like the post is there. And the ball goes right up to the post, and then the keeper just quickly grabs it and lies down and looks at the ref. <laughs> and the ref kind of just goes, "Yeah, that didn't go in." And everyone's like, "That definitely crossed the was line." It, was this first half when the boo no, is it? No, second the half. All right, okay. Second half, where it, by this point it was like three 0 I think. So everyone was just having a laugh. So it was kind of like, yeah. "Oh, it doesn't matter now," <laughs> as opposed to it really mattering in the first half. Yeah, Cro- Cruyff turns on the edge of our own area and all this jazz. Exactly. But second half did start, and then listen, I love empty pieces, but Alex Cochran dives hugely for a penalty. <laughs> and the most interesting thing for me is that immediately the ball was given to Haring. He didn't. Re- he kind of went to show for it, but it was almost in an assessment of, "I'm gonna get this ball," which suggests, to me at least, that yeah. he's our new penalty taker. And that's that's what I was gonna say. That the sort of the the general kind of penalty taker headache still lingers on, doesn't it? Really, I mean, if you voiced who you'd you'd probably keep voice on them, would you not? Have you not said well, this? I personally am always like, I think strikers should be on them, and I think Boyce should be on them but if it's a personal choice and Boyce is like listen I'm alright like if it's in his head that he's like I think I missed too many last season then I am fine for then anyone else to because for example it should Sean be a Clare was player, so consistent really. though but Sean Clare was like one of the best penalty takers I've seen at heart did he ever miss a penalty no you're asking I don't, I don't think, so. think he did. I don't have any memory of him missing a penalty question. though I know, exactly. That's not in the question. Why did you not think of that? I know, I've just thought of it now. Um, but Claire was like, technically he was brought in as a forward, but he was most 
efficient at right back and he was our penalty taker for a period of time and Haring has never missed a penalty for us now he's taken four scored four if you include this pre-season one um so is that including um, shootouts as well because i don't even yes. remember yeah because like he scored livingston mean. last season in the cup uh, he was one of the four that uh, one of the four that scored there and then he, on on london hearts he has four nice. to his name Good if you include this one um so yeah Haring scored a penalty which is lovely to see he's immediately getting his confidence in so that's great i, I, st- I still don't know who, I'd, who we I'd might bring in a striker forward. who is like yeah. a penalty taker then had Liam Boyce tucked a couple more, he could have been chilling on that coveted twenty mark. I still would like Boyce personally. Oh man, I, I I don't know. I say it should be a forward player, but I've I've always said that Stephen Kingsley is one of our purest strikers of the ball. Kingsley we, could be great. Uh, we we previously championed Craig Halkett as well because he took them for yeah. Livingston. Mm-hmm. We've got options. We do, we do. But Which is a positive thing. And when was the last? penalty taker that you were fully convinced Sean Clare aside for me Clare yeah. yeah but before that Paul Hartley no idea. probably Hartley Hartley's the one that I can remember because like Saul was no bad at them but my point is like even even that 2012 season Danny Granger tucks his away in the final but Ian Crocker says in commentary we missed something like one. 6 of 10 penalties yeah Hearts. like he hadn't, he hadn't scored one for Jamie Hamill may be re- quite reliable from the spot that's fair. Jamie Hamill was really good. Was it a penalty scored when he took out Derek Adams? <laughs> I think it might have been. Was that a pen? I think it might have been. Maybe, yeah. maybe that you check that, but it could well have been. I feel like it was. But they don't come around all that frequently. Hopefully we can find somebody for when yeah. the competitive fixtures arrive. You know, games that matter. Yes, exactly. But speaking about boys, he did actually get a goal in this game. Really, really nice move. We pick up the ball in the middle of the park. It gets very quickly played out to Michael Smith on the, again, weak He looks back to his best. I know it's only a pre-season game, but just, like, it's just reminiscent of yesteryear, just seeing him bombing on from right back, as he does a marauding right back, and just looking to supply. What a wonderful footballer. And then he plays it inside to Liam Boyce in the middle of the box. It's a really nice finish as well. For Everything was first time. Smith plays the ball first time. Boyce hits it first time. 3-0 up. Well, kind of at that point, you can just see Bonner be like, right, okay, just minutes and legs now, especially. They probably wanted to cause a form of an upset, maybe, and try and get something. But the, the last fixture I remember them playing at Tynecastle, did they not get horsed off Hibs in the cup, like 8 1 or something? Like that. Yeah. What a buzz. <laughs> um, but then, the birthday boy, Aaron McInef, comes on, and this is, this is why. I'm still an Aaron McInef fan. I'm still in the club. He only scores great goals. Yeah. <laughs> like, when he scores, they're all class. And what a raker. From the edge of the box, he just casually kind of rolls the ball forward with the, his studs and goes, oh, I'm hitting this. And it just goes top corner. Again, it's the kind of no real cares attitude, isn't it? Yeah. Where it's, it's, a, it's a pre-season friendly. This is where you're meant to try stuff like that. But what a strike it is. Yeah, um, exactly. Could not have connected with it any sweeter, and it's it's right in the top banjo. So fair play to him. And Again, then, he's he's one that's sort of on the periphery. Sorry, mate. That's, yeah, no, he's, yeah, that's right. wanting to. We're wanting to see more. I'd really like to see him given a proper chance. I, I voiced this several position. times last season. Yeah, rather than being stuck out on the right or wherever else. Um, yeah. So yeah, ho- hopefully he's given the opportunity. But again, like like we say, on more fixtures this year. Um, he should he should be given that chance, 
And then you won't have actually seen this because it obviously didn't make the highlights, but the most Ewan Henderson moment happened. There was a lovely little passage of play. Ball gets moved across. Connor Smith, who came on, did very well, I felt, when he came on. Nice little moment. Plays it to Ewan Henderson, who is one and a half at most yards out and somehow puts the ball over the bar. <laughs> the ensuing goal kick then ends up at Barry Mackay's feet, who feeds in Ewan Henderson immediately, who in a much harder chance puts it past the keeper for five. I, I say that Liam Boyce is the only recognised striker, but Ewan Henderson's bagging a couple in pre-season. And we just came out today that Robin Nielsen has confirmed he will be a part of the first team squad this season and will be playing... Because Nielsen was like, we have so many games. He was like, he, he doesn't know how often he'll feature in the European campaign, but in the league, he will be a regular player. I think that there's a few youngsters that will be wanting to push for that first team place. Connor Smith, mm-hmm. Ewan Henderson, Lewis Nielsen, of course, been brought in this summer. They've all been given a real chance to impress, albeit in pre-season. And if they can try and bring over their pre-season form into competitive fixtures, they'll want to give the gaffer and the coaching staff a real selection headache for a starting spot, definitely. And that can only be a good thing, because Robbie, like I say, hasn't been known for bringing through youth players, giving youth a chance. Um, and hopefully, this season, we might we might see that. Hearts haven't had a good number of youngsters push through themselves, I don't mean to be harsh for over a decade because I don't I don't really count the whole 13-14 going into 14-15. Because they had to. We had, like our hands were tied. Yeah. It's actual it's, it's boys wanting or giving first teamers that little nudge. That's what we want. I think that's fair. That's definitely fair. And that then rounded up the 5-0 victory. I know we're saying there that um, the games mean nothing, which they don't, but we're, we're still to actually lose. And <laughs> ironically, Vela Lethen are the team that kind of pushed us. I was going to say, still, still to concede the first team anyway, are we? 4 0, 1 0, 5 0. Yeah, 4 0, 1 0, 5 0. Look at us. We're going to win the league, man. And <laughs> one of the players that was a part of that defensive back line that kept all these clean sheets. We don't know if he's sticking around or not because Joe Wright was a trialist in all three games and we just don't really know what's happening because, oh no, I've just realised there was another another game because we won 7-0 in the testimonial as well. You next to nothing about that. That's great. Yep, Joe Wright played in that and scored. Oh yeah, um, the, these so, five, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, these sorry, five games, yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's happening with him because the evening news are reporting that he is being offered a deal, whereas the Daily Record are being report are reporting that he isn't being given a deal. And considering we've not really heard anything in a few days, you kind of have to think that maybe the Daily Record are right and that Joe Wright isn't being given a deal. What What do you? I know you haven't seen as much, for example, as me because I was at the Spartans game where he was playing. I was at the Bonnery game where he was playing. Neither of us were at the East Fife game, but he scored in that. But on your very little knowledge <laughs> on the guy, what do you make of this choice? Of, of my various reports. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a case of who's right and who's wrong. Um, yeah, it, it seems solid, but I just don't know if we're looking at it now and we're just that little bit 
harsher, that little bit more stubborn with regards to to signatures in terms of players that have spent you know a good duration out through injury. We, it is a gamble, but we must have. It's some, a free gamble. We, we have to have somebody else better lined up, surely. Because I can't see the club vying away from a guy that they've kept tabs on for a good length of time now and to then not offer him the deal after he's started and scored, like you say. The the thing for me is, I've heard various people say it, he's not really been tested in these That's what I was going to say. The quality of opposition meant he didn't have any defending to do at any time. So, I I don't know whether... Like, would we be, would we keep him on for like the English friendlies? We were maybe. That's not... what I was gonna say. That's why I don't get why this report's coming out now. Surely keep him for the Tranmere game that's coming, that's being played as this release, the first, and in the press until the first game. competitive fixtures come around. That Ross County game, just like if we if we'd had him for the entire duration of the summer, and then opted not to, journals could ask Robbie why that's not the case. To do it sort of. I say halfway through to do it after like the camp in Spain and then coming back and having these games with other games to come I, I don't know so, uh, something's he might not want sitting some right security. with me if I'm honest he might want that security in fairness he might go listen am I being offered a deal here because I've got other teams offering me trials yeah. we, 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 we don't to... know we don't know the role that he's playing his agent's playing yeah. Hearts' general stance mm-hmm I don't know. I I don't know. There is something. Something feels odd to me. I, it's definitely weird. I, I, I really. I'm, I don't know. The, my review is he's massive. <laughs> That's he's absolutely huge. Him and Lewis Nielsen are like terrifyingly big. Can I just say Robbie loves a trialist though? Was there not some DM that ended up in like the lower leagues in England brought on trial last season? Was it Song Yan Songu? Is that the boy's name? Oh, that rings a he bell. He seems to take at least one trialist every season, and yet it's a smart I don't thing think do. I don't think we've ever like Osman Solo. Osman Solo started as a trialist, did he not? And then yeah, eventually put yeah. pen to paper. He's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Because even Arnold yeah, June was signed actually. sort of September October time after was it his Poznan yeah. deal came to an end. Yeah, Poznan. I can't I can't think of anybody else that's been a trialist under Robbie and won a deal. So. We just seem to have this little knack for doing so. I don't know. Exactly. Well, we'll just need to wait and see who Hearts side. However, we are in a league with 11 other sides. <laughs> and, of course, the big discussion at the end of the season was Hearts are in a very good place from the kind of neutral perspective, whereas all the other teams that are meant to be competing with them, your Hebs, your Aberdeen, your Motherwells, with the exception of Dundee United, who are also in a pretty good place, Everybody needed a rebuilding job, and that has been happening throughout the summer. Hibs, especially, seems to have made 85 signings. Uh, Aberdeen, I've got quite a few in from, who are quite... I don't know how to explain them. Like Aberdeen aren't really signing any recognisable talent, which is quite an interesting route to go down, because they're, they're maybe going with, listen, Christian Ramirez wasn't that known to the Scottish League and he came in and was their only good player last season. I know what you mean. It's so, like a perfect blend of British and homegrown talent and a couple foreigners that could be tremendous or rank rotten. 
the, well, the, I don't think there's any real consistency with Aberdeen's yeah. scouting. I don't know if this is merely players that Jim Goodwin's... I mean, I know Liam Scales is one that he's picked out because he tried mm-hmm. to sign him for St Mirren before Celtic swooped. And now he's obviously got him on loan at, at Aberdeen. But as for the others... Can I just say, by the way, I don't know whether this irks you, but them signing Anthony Stewart to then make him club captain... Again, it's not... Who would you have in that Aberdeen team, though, that... Well, this is the the big thing. I don't know, Ross McCrory, maybe? Joe Lewis? Ross McCrory's been named their vice. He'd he'd have have been my captain choice. That's probably actually quite a good shout. Or, or like, I I was going to say Johnny Hayes. Like, some a bit experienced. He's only just come up to Aberdeen. That's always the discussion, eh? It's like, can you airlift a captain in? Like, is that possible? Yeah. Like, you can imagine, sorry. We did that, though. In fairness, we did that with Gordon. Yeah, but he's already had that experience at the I club. will say, there is, the, there is this, he's a very unique situation where and he had, like, a decade yeah. at heart and was coming in. Again, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back to, like, Robbie's player. tenure where Perry Kitchen. Perry Kitchen was made the captain, like, a couple months that after signing, was he not? I was a fan of it. We did, that was for merch though. So yeah, the Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, <laughs> to those tees just went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. market team had a blinder. Um, exactly. But what do you make generally of Aberdeen's business, for example? Do you think they're going to be back up where they sh- where they probably are viewed to be? Probably, but mm-hmm. but I think it's only down to us, really, if I'm honest, with trying to compete on a domestic and continental front. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. You know, I see some fans saying that we'll easily reclaim third. I don't view it that way at all. I've also voiced my concerns with regards to these sides making moves because you're not telling me that Aberdeen and Hibs can be as bad as they were last season. As much as it would be fantastic, as much as I would live up every single second, surely they cannot be as bad as they were. I think that's pretty fair. But speaking about them, the Lee Johnson revolution is happening. I'm actually, as you're speaking, I'm going to check what their score is currently oh, yes, as they are to, currently playing against Falkirk. Falkirk. But what do you make of Lee Johnson going 2018 <laughs> style? 1-0 to the Bairns, come on! <laughs> yes! Right, don't laugh at this because by the end of this podcast yeah, they'll have won 3-1. They'll won 5-1, yeah. Yeah, but... What do you make of the oh, Lee Johnson revolution? Kick on, it's evidently going great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it's a bad time. Yeah, Why have we done this? Um, I, again, like they they seem to think they've signed the second coming of Messi and Aidan McGeady, all because he tore us to shreds in a pre-season friendly last season and was alright for Lee Johnson at Sunderland. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 Hibs just seems scattergun. I think they're taking that Levine approach in 2018 yeah. where it was like, I'll get as many Fully. as I can and there's a higher chance that Try most and of them will be them all, all together simultaneously and hope that that creates a winning formula. I'd love to see what would happen with Hibs. If it doesn't work out for Lee Johnson early on, does Ron Gordon make yet another managerial change? Surely he can. Does, Surely he has to give Johnson the But does season. it go hand in hand? Like, if Dundee United perform really well under Jack Ross... Is that a bigger kick in the teeth for Hibs because they're like, maybe they don't know how well they had it with Jack Ross. That'd be that'd be hilarious. I would literally give anything for a repeat of last season. Just have us miles ahead of everybody. Have United like chilling as a another side which you view as semi decent, 
and have everybody else toiling again. I think it'd be top entertainment, but I I can't see it if I'm honest. I'll I'll be honest, and we're obviously to what in a couple of weeks we'll get our actual predictions and stuff like that properly. I think I don't know why I think Hibs are going to be quite good. Annoying. Do you? Yeah, I, I have feeling? no idea what just, I have no gut. idea what I'm basing that. My logic is they can't be as bad, yeah. and I think everyone else around them, like I, I think, think Ross County Aberdeen are, are more off. likely to get it right than Hibs. See, I think Hibs are more likely to get it right than Aberdeen. Oh, that's interesting. Watch them both get it right, and us finish seventh, <laughs> and then finish third and fourth. Back in the Premier Cup groups before we know it. Exactly. Oh, uh, is there any other business, however, though, generally that you felt is either really good, really bad? What are your thoughts? How have Dundee United signed Dylan Levitt for three hundred? Well, this grand. is what was it? yeah, this three hundred grand. Oh, it's a steal. Lots of Man United fans, but say fans. Yeah, well, yeah, well, fans. They're not really supporters. They just like United. But a lot of well wishes, and by all accounts. That just seems like a total snip. That's one I really... I, I think that'll come back to bite us, if I'm honest. I'd have really liked Dylan Levitt. Um, Do you think the logic is, though, he's in a position where it's probably our strongest area yeah. and that's a lot of money to spend on someone who would just be another... And one. equally, he he's be United's best, best central midfielder by some distance. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think elsewhere. I think... Motherwell's business has been quite underwhelming, hasn't it? I can only, uh, who I can only really think I'm not of even Paul really McGinn, of Blair Spittle. Oh, Blair Spittle, yeah. Craig Sibyl to Dundee United is a weird one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God, yeah, that is a fair point, actually. I hadn't even really thought of Motherwell. Because obviously, I'm just trying to think of sides. Like, I'm going down last season's table. Who finished? Oh, yeah, Ross County. I just think they're going to fall off. They've lost Regan Charles Cook. I don't know if they're going to have... Well, I don't know if Hungbo will be able to replicate the form he had in the second half. Of Have the they even signed him again? Because he was only on loan. He was on loan from. Oh, of course from he was. I don't even know. I, I'm not sure I, if they've gone back. Malky Mackay's made quite a lot of signings. Are County the most active? I think if they're not the most Jan active, Dan does a good one signing. of the most. He was, he was yes, supposedly linked true. with us. Yep. Um, I don't know. St Mirren, Stephen Robinson just loves his ex-players, like Trevor Carson, Mark O'Hara, try to think who else, Declan, Declan Gallagher. Gallagher. <laughs> Honestly. Did you see his quotes this week? No, what did he say? Where he was like, the suggestion that I'm not good enough to play for Aberdeen is ridiculous, like, I've got 30, I've got nine caps already. And everyone's like, what do you mean Declan, already? <laughs> You're 31, mate. Like, in fairness, I know you can't live off one game, but that night in Belgrade, he was out. He pocketed Big Mitrovic. He was outstanding. Right, and then he's been. Yeah. He, and then he's dead Gallagher. Though. Aberdeen, I didn't think that'd be a bad signing. Motherwell's skipper. You're I not having him, are you? I've never thought mm. he's a good player ever. Whenever we. The Livingston stuff can't happened, wait until I was he always happier that we got Oh, it's definitely <laughs> going on. to be. Get it, get Yeah, but yeah, I think St. Mirren aren't going to do especially great. I don't, I don't know. I'm not blown away by anybody's business in, in answer no. to your, your general question. I don't. I don't know. I tell you who I, I cannot work out for the life of me the route that they're trying to take with their signings. St Johnston. Mental. When your marquee signings are Jamie Murphy and Graham Carey, you know these are boys that were decent six, seven year ago. Yeah. 
And then they get beat 6-3 in a friendly off Inverness. Did they not, were they not something like 5-0 down at half-time? It was something like something that, like that. Yeah, They conceded a barrel like load in like half an hour. How, yep, how has Xander Clark not found a club yet either? We could do a lot worse as a backup goalkeeper. Is he not found a club? Is he away? I though? think he's a free agent. He's definitely away. Well, he's not started for St. Johnson, so I can only assume that his deal's come to an end. It was the boy parishing goal. Why are we that? not getting him I, as an I'd option? As a ba- I'd, I wouldn't want him as a starter, no, but, but as a backup, but, I'd take even that. Even if you look at the Scotland squad, he's in there with Craig. So when Craig steps aside... You know, That's it's baffling that you would even think even he would Sander have something Clark lined like a, up. A cup goalkeeper or something. Yeah, I'd absolutely. Because obviously, listen, yeah, St. Johnson had a bad season last season, but they would have been relegated without Oh, 100%. Them. Like, he kept them within it. So you would think that someone who was arguing... <laughs> You can make an argument that he was up there for player of the year last season. Obviously, their player of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah, Scotland. Yeah. Just before anybody no, misconstrues that. Yeah, no, Callum Hendry probably was because he's and he was alone at Kelly in the first half of the season. Yeah, I watched him several times in the championship, and he was doing nothing. Now he's yeah, bagged a move to Salford. But you would think that Clark would have a club. If he was leaving, I know it's St. Johnson. I and he was, was convinced like, he'd go to Aberdeen. I thought that was nailed on. So did I. As I a Joe Lewis replacement, well. even United obviously losing Seagrist. I think that's the talk, isn't it? That United are tabling an offer, but they haven't yet. And I see they're linked with some Aussie keeper. So the the Is Clark deal Ryan? might be off the table. I can't remember the boy's name, mate. I should have done my research. Surely it. it's not Matt Ryan. I'd suspect <laughs> not, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. Really weird. It's very weird. But I have I, no idea. I don't know. I, I'd certainly take I'd take Alexander Clark. I take him as a backup, definitely. Yeah. I take anybody as a. I take you as a backup. Then I would. Stuart. Give me a couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. We'll see what happens. Well, all that's out the way now. We're on to the big thing, the quiz. Here we are. This right. is my new favourite segment of the show. We've only done it once, and I already love it to bits. <laughs> Now, um, listen, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know I don't do things the same way as Adam. God. Some of these oh, questions are weird. Oh, God. Well, one especially, because it was like... And yeah, what? I was I thoroughly enjoying that chat, looking at the rest of the premiership. <laughs> that was nice. And it's all gone to pod. Right. right, we have three... Yes. Two normal questions, a true or false, a who am I, and then a multiple choice oh. as well. Oh, I like it. See? Yep, variety nice. here. So, okay. the first question is, in the 05-06 season, who made the joint most appearances? There was two people Oof. who made the same amount of appearances. Christ. Well, Stephen Presley was the skipper, so I'd suspect him. Presley was the skipper. And the most appearances, go surely it's one? got to be a... a like, it's got to be Craig as well, isn't it? You are 50% correct. Really? So Presley's in one. Craig Gordon is one. Well, Craig Gordon's one. Stephen, Stephen Presley one. played 29 games, but with Hart for seven. <laughs> no, love him. And the, the reason I brought this question is because they're reunited once Don't again, as Hartley. it was the gaffer, Robbie Nielsen. Really? Nielsen and Gordon both had 36 appearances. Wow. In the 05 I was, I was tossing between Presley and Hartley. Robbie Nielsen. Wow. Nope. Okay. Fair enough. 
So you're good, off to a great good question, that. Yeah. Right. Well, we're going down the hill because here's the weird is, question. Oh god, this is a disaster. <laughs> this is a this is <laughs> a big donut in it. Hundred percent. Here's the true or false. Uh-huh. So you've got a 50-50 I'm chance on this one. Get it wrong. Over 40% of our squad currently is tattooed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am a tattooed man. I'm interested in tattoos. Over 40%? I'm, to- I'm talking... No, sorry. Exactly 40%. Oh, exactly 40%. Exactly 40%. So I'm talking here about visible tattoos that you can see. Because I don't know... Some folk might have some on their back that we can't see. I mean, when you're looking at the pitch... Jesus. In our squad... 40% of the squad is tattooed. Oh We've got God. a 21-man squad. 21? Right, so, so 10% if it is of correct, that, so, so it'd have to be what? Eight? Five. Eight, no, five? Is that it? Five, five, yeah. If we put 21, so 40% would be five. Five point six, but like, whatever. No, tw- five of 21 is... a. a Five is a quarter of twenty-one, roughly. Yes, sorry. So what it'd be would like it be? Eight, eight, nine. I'm thinking. Eight, isn't it? eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half. <laughs> eight and a half. I, I feel like this is false. I'm trying to think of those that are tattooed. I'm thinking Andy Halliday, Barry Mackay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would any of the back? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going false. Well. You should have got definitely false because I was using the answer as the yeah, number right. of people. Right, okay, that's because fine. it is false. Yes. <laughs> it is false. It's 21% oh, of the right. score. So the five is... Andy Haldy, Barry Mackay. Boise got a tattoo? Boise does have a tattoo in his thigh. Thought so. George Grant? There's one... Oh, I didn't even factor in Grant because he's not in the list. Right, Grant, it still would make it false, but that would take up 26. Yeah, Grant's one. Oh, I didn't even think I'm of the There's two. One's obvious, one's not. One's obvious. I love that this is the main talking point of this podcast. Cats. I'm so happy the way this quiz is going. Oh, Josh Ginelli. Gino is the obvious one. The other one is hard because he barely plays. Ross Stewart. Ross Stewart. He's got his That's neck done. He's got his oh, sorry, I redeemed myself there towards the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I basically gave you the answer by failing at math. <laughs> yeah, but thanks, thanks, mate. It's fine. Right, question three. This is the multiple choice one. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going back a wee bit here. How many goals did Hart score in our 1957-58 league? Oh come on! <laughs> you're getting a, you're getting multiple choice. Right, okay. Now, just before I say this, second place Rangers scored 89. Wow. So, did we score A, 125, B, 132, or C, 143? 132. You're correct. Yes! Come on! You're smashing it so far. Yeah. Terrible trio contributed to that, obviously. Nice. Um, but yeah, so second place Rangers scored 89 and we scored 132. Bloody hell. So that's what, 43 goals different? That's essentially yeah. another half of their goals. Yeah, basically. Bloody hell. Willie Bald was very good, basically. Nice. nice um, question number four. What number did Craig Whiten wear in the championship season? 15. He's got it again. Bang! Have fire. some of that. 15. And then finally, the Who Am I? 
So get your thinking. I have made. Here. I have made over one hundred appearances for Hearts. I have played in Scotland, Finland, England, Spain, Bulgaria, and Cyprus. Yet was never capped for my country, Jesus. and was quoted as offering an apology to the fan base after an embarrassing performance in Europe. Oof. Over 100 appearances for Hearts. Give us the nations that he's played in. Scotland, Finland, Spain, England, Bulgaria and Cyprus. Finland, Bulgaria and Cyprus are throwing me off here. Jesus. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm chuffed with this one. Finland, Bulgaria and Cyprus. I'll be interested to see how many people have got it already. A centre forward? No. A midfield. I've got Bruno Aguilar in my head for some reason, but it's not Bruno. (laughs) I don't don't like the face that you're feeling. (laughs) Apologised for a performance in Europe. Who the hell's played in Bulgaria, Finland and Cyprus? (laughs) This is haunting me. Bruno Aguiar played for that Nicosia, did he not? Ammonia Nicosia. I think so, yeah. What, who, or maybe who I the definitely hell are you know. In Finland? Helsinki or something? I will say, I haven't kept track of who they played for. Go on to the wiki and, and search. Okay. Because yeah, I did that for Velichka and you last week. Right, hold on then. I nearly, I nearly out loud said. Oh, yeah. That was exactly the same last week. That's a rookie error. Right, so you put, oh, did we I don't sign them from one of these is. obscure nations? No. So the Bulgarian team they played for was Botev Plovdiv. So I'm assuming it's based. Yeah, no, know all about Plovdiv. them. <laughs> the Finnish team was I wouldn't use this word to describe the player. It was Honka. Honka. <laughs> <laughs> we signed them from Gymnastica. So we signed him from Spain. Yeah. And we sold him back to a Spanish club as well. How many goals did they score for Hearts? It says here three, but I can remember two. Oh, I was going to say Miguel Payado. I don't know. I'm going to need an answer. Oh, don't. I know, this is shocking. Bulgaria, Finland and Cyprus are really doing my boxing. So the, the English team he played for was Yeovil. Yeovil? And then he came back to Scotland and played for Ross County. After playing for Hearts, That's he went a big on to play clue. for Ross County. That's a big clue. Midfield. How can you have played for Hearts, Ross County and gone to... Bulgaria, Finland, <laughs> and Cyprus. Yeah, all of that happened in between Hearts and Ross County. He also played in La Liga. And he ended up in Ross County. Yeah. Who is this Don? Right. I, I, I'm I now thinking like Ruben Palazuelos. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. Uh, don't. Don't say just yet. 
This is really annoying. I don't like being on this side of the question. It's horrible, isn't it? Because like 800 yeah, names go through your My mind's going blank. I really have no idea. I'm going to kick myself, aren't I? Am I going to kick Maybe. myself? Maybe. I don't know. Don't give us that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Right. Well, I'm going to tell... So now I'm telling you, but I, there was a clue that I didn't give because I think it makes it too obvious. Uh-huh. Go on. Um, so the player was, in question, it's happened to me last week and it's happened to you this week. Ruben Palisuelo. Oh, my God, no! Do you want to know what makes this even worse, that you didn't get that? So, listeners, I'm, we are recording this the night of the 12th of July. It's going out on the 13th. I made these questions on my lunch break today at 12 o'clock. At 25 past 12, Amoruso Let's It Run tweets, on this day in 2007, heart sign Ruben Palazzo. No way! I promise you that was not linked. I didn't find out that he did it. But as soon as I saw that, I went, I've just spent ages getting all these stats and Adam's immediately going to go... Or because he would have been in your head, so the clue I, didn't I was see going that to give you, from Scott, I was too busy crafting. <laughs> the clue I was going to give you was my time at Hearts was referenced last year by my current club's social media, as he's back at Gymnastica, who we signed him from, and he scored last season. Do you remember? And it was a gif of him taking off all the shirts of the clubs that I he's played I think I might from. retweet that off the account. And Hearts was the first one that Ajax striped. I don't remember okay. about Ross County at all. When did they play for Ross County? Yeah, do I? I have no... 2015. 2015? No memories of that at all. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. How old is he? Eh, uh, 38, I think. 2015. He is 39. Seven years. So he'd be 32 when he walked up to Ross County? Yeah. I have no memory I of that. Remember I don't that at all. Were Ross County in the Championship? Well, 2014-15... We won promotion from the championship. So was yeah. this? Did he sign in the summer of twenty fifteen? Yeah. So it would have been our first year back up, and Ruben Palace Wales was. He was. He was. He was. They were in the prem, so he must have played against us. I don't remember that at all. No, neither do I. Oh, I'm but raging with myself. To... Gymnastica. It's, it's a, I was like, that sounds like a club that Ruben Palace Wales <laughs> would sign for us from. Oh, yeah, by the Honka. way, the... Who the hell the are game, Honka? <laughs> the game that he offered an apology for is he he offered an apology on behalf of the team. Is that the patch the game? Travel, no, it was the uh, 4-0 loss to Dinamo Zagreb. Christ. And he apologised to the travelling fans on behalf of the team. Did we not win the, the return leg? We did, we won the reverse 2-0. Yeah, 2 that's right. So yeah, that was. I'm chuffed with that. I'm chuffed oh, he didn't I'm get so the real I'm so angry with myself. I love that you did what I did last week where you went, it's maybe it's him. <laughs> and then just, yeah, just shove that out there. Oh, no. <laughs> you back well. next week. He was going to be one of my Who Am I? So, because he's just <laughs> just a random obscure player that we remember for no yeah. reason. My dad used to say that he was the only Spaniard he's ever seen that cannot play football. And I've, I, That's I, harsh. I've ran with that. I love Ruben Palazuelos. I loved him. I had. I, whenever, you know that uh, away kit? The one with the light blue and the long navy blue arms. The white and blue That's, stripes. No, the, it was just it was Yukio Bankas. Oh, the kind of two blue. tone. Yeah, yeah, with the sleeves. He's who I think of in that kit. I think of Ignatius. I really remember him in that. 
That's fair as well. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so the quiz. I really like the mate. quiz. That was good. The, the quiz, quiz is the elite. I don't know why we take yes. so long to do this. You you did very well there though. You did very I, I, well. You got three out bad. of five. That was not bad. I'll even give you a bonus point because you got all the tattooed people as well. So you got four out of six. Right. That's all right. We take we take those. We move. We move on to the next week. And incredibly, we've basically got an hour out of this. Need enough. We did we did well Need dragging enough. out about all the other numpties that compete in this league. So yeah, that's good. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm raging that you nicked one of my who am I's. <laughs> I've got like a couple names as well that I'm just gonna go through. But oh, I've got a list. Have you? Have you made yeah, as well? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> it's gonna be exactly the same, isn't it? <laughs> I know, because we we're we're doing it that the who am I's are only players from our lifetimes to make it easier for us. Because if it was like... <laughs> it was so easy just then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're currently zero for two. <laughs> and that's within our lifetime. Oh, no. Yes. We're going to have to do the research on all these other dons now. I know, To look exactly. clued up so that we can just go bang. Yeah, exactly. But let us know if you managed to get Ruben... Like Adam the did. The ghost of Ruben Pals we lost lingers on. <laughs> but yeah, massive, massive thank you for listening to this. It's been fun. It's been very hot. We're both currently. I am Martin Boyle, dying. can I just say? Yeah. It is roasting. Absolutely, absolutely dying. But we hope you have enjoyed it. If you have, please share it about the place. If you've been watching on YouTube, leave a like, subscribe, and comment your own thoughts on the quiz and how well you did as well. We'd love to hear that. In the comments, we know if you're cheating. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't uh, been listening to us on an audio platform, please leave us a review on whatever platform that is. It really helps us. We are at Perth to Paisley on all forms of social media. We're also on the email because it's 2022. Perth to Paisley at gmail.com. Adam, where can they get you on social media? They can get me on all the socials at Adam T. Kendall. And what about yourself, mate? I am at DMcIver22. We'll be back next week to discuss, hopefully, some new sign-ins, the English pre-season games as well because they're coming up here as well on Saturday <laughs> but until then we'll see you next time bye bye Kira Faith won the Jai Tees! Yeah.